He got the oh shit! He was trying to eat it. The wrapper. Yeah, but he was getting stuck in it too. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. All right. Anyway, welcome back to Tramps, Ghosts, and Ballerinas. Yeah, here we Hello. are. Hi, my name is Ellen. I'm Ellen. I'm Mariah. Oh. What What's been happening? Well, other I mean, than, outside other, other of the shitstorm that was this morning. Other than, other than all of our episodes being deleted off of our hosting site. Oh, nothing. Yeah. So if any of our fans out there have noticed or scrolled through. Apple Podcast, Spotify yep. Podcast, you, wherever. You may, you may, wherever you may see some something missing. We're getting there. We're so we're working on, on it. it. Yep. Thanks, V. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. That's all I've been working yeah. on. Well, that was just today. That was just today. Yeah. Ozzy's sick. It's been a Oh, Mariah Ozzie. doesn't know about this. What? I don't know if I'll leave this part in or not. Maybe I'll cut it out. So oh, God. <laughs> on Friday night, <laughs> I was scrolling through because i wanted to purchase a new bra yeah <laughs> so and then i was like well this is like it's digging it this doesn't fit it's all all of mine are uncomfortable and i hate all of them so i was like Ugh. so then i was like oh, i'll remeasure because like mm-hmm. it's been a while i've gained 25 pounds of mystery weight well not we'll, a mystery well <laughs> as i ate two, two <laughs> cupcakes just now back to back so I was like, I'll re- so I found a website and it has you measure under your bust three yep. times. So a loose, a snug, and a tight. Okay. And then you measure across, mm-hmm. and then you lean over, measure across, and then you lay down and measure across. Jesus Christ! Right. So, right? I, did, so I did all of them. Okay. So I was wearing a thirty-six A. Oh my God! Before what that, I was wearing a thirty-four B, which thirty-six A, thirty-four B are the same. They're sister sizes. So yep, like the it's same just thing. cup and band. But I was like, oh, I got fatter, so I went to a thirty-six A. Okay. Guess what size it gave me? Just, just guess. Um, I'm gonna say like a D. Thirty-four D. <laughs> Skip B and C. Yeah. So I was like, well, Jeez. that has to be wrong. <laughs> So I re- That's so what I, I said too. So I re put everything in there. Nope, thirty forty. And I was like, okay. So I re measured the whole thing. Same measurements, thirty forty. And I was like, huh. So I went to a different website, thirty four D. So I went to another website, thirty four D. And I was like, huh. So I went bra shopping yesterday. You g- you bought one, thirty four D. And you wearing it now? Yep. Like it? Yep. Fits. Fit. Oh my god. So so you've been wearing the wrong bra size for how long? At least a year. Now, do like, you no. wash your bras in the machine? Yeah, in a bag. Okay, you don't put them in the dryer, though, right? So that's a yes. <laughs> you put them, try, don't H- put hang your, them. Hang them yeah, to dry. I know, I should. I used to do that way back when, and I just got lazy, and I, haven't, I don't do that anymore. And so. speaking of bras, I actually just, because like you, I remeasured mm-hmm. yep. and got a bigger band size because okay. i also was getting very uncomfortable because yeah. it was digging into my shoulder so for my upcoming trip i wanted to be comfortable yeah so i actually just recently got two new ones nice yeah yeah not me i'm rocking old ones <laughs> <laughs> well i was like i don't care the last like year every time i put it i'm so uncomfortable yeah there's one that i have yeah. that i don't wear very often even though they're all the same size from the very same store mm-hmm. i bought years and years ago I one is just really uncomfortable. Yeah, like every time I go to work and I have a bra, like I'm readjusting and it's all uncomfortable. And I was like, "This is like it's the best feeling in the world when you take your bra off." Yeah, and I've even said to Andy, "He'll go, let's go do this." I'm like, "No, (laughs) 
then I got to put my bra back on. He's like, oh, okay, I'll order in. <laughs> like, perfect. I'm like, I'm good with that. Yeah. So, yeah. Isn't that wild? That is crazy. You but, went from an A cup to a D cup. Yeah. Well, really a B to a D. But anyway. And well, yeah. When I told Alan, she's like, no fucking way. But then when I was looking researching it, mm-hmm. a, a D cup is not actually big. Like, people think of D as like... Well, yeah. it used to be. Yeah. It used to be. So way back in the day, it used to be the biggest cup that they would sell in stores. Mm-hmm. Just that. That was like mm-hmm. the biggest. So it was mm-hmm. like, this is a big size. But it's technically in the medium category. Yeah. Now I they've believe changed that. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, and they've added sizes for people, the correct sizes for people right. who are yeah. bigger. So it's, it's, it's still low on the... But yeah, isn't that wild? <laughs> so, yeah, that's my... Mm. That's my my big news. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> what about you? I don't know. I got so many things going on. Had a great weekend. Met up with Shayla. Kind of caught up on life and strategized our upcoming trip. Which then, upcoming trip is coming and packing and still shopping. and. Are you counting down days yet? Are we not close N- enough for that? I mean, yeah. well, I leave next Wednesday. Jeez. <laughs> so... And you're gone yes for and how no. long? Week and a half. Mm, don't like that, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, we don't like it when you're gone. No. Uh, yeah. That'd be so, fun, though. I'm excited. I'm excited. Shayla kind of showed some um, inspiration pictures of, like, places that we are going to go. Mm-hmm. And the person that we're going with has been there several times. So, like, she knows, knows the islands. The and, ins and outs. And so we were kind of creeping on her Facebook and Instagram and... We were like, oh, can't believe we're going to be there. It's awesome. So, yeah. Otherwise, I was cooking this weekend. Got a meal prep today. Because you made what, Mariah? I made um, pumpkin Patsy. Mm-hmm. From Harry Potter? From Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Ellen, what have you been up to? No, Andy and I. Andy took the dogs for a walk yesterday morning, and I was reading the second Harry Potter, not the first one. Mm-hmm. And he calls me, he's like, hey, and this is like at 8.30 in the morning, maybe even earlier. He goes, hey, when I come back, do you want to go get a Bloody Mary and have breakfast at, in Clearwater? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, I, you know, he's like, okay, be ready when I get home. So off we went, and then on our way, he's like, hey, we should go antiquing and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, who are you and what did you do with my husband? But yeah, so we spent the we went um, to this one antique store called Annie's Attic. That's the best one. It goes. It feels like it's miles and miles long. Dang! Yeah, it was so fun. The funny thing is, is that I've been going antiquing, you know, like for my whole life, and it's funny what you see. All of a sudden, you see them everywhere. Like when you're into something. Mm-hmm. My stepsisters were into those red wing crocs and, you know, so then I started seeing them everywhere. Well, this is way back in the day. You know, now that I've rediscovered my love for fountain pens, Mm -hmm. I started to see all, like, I saw three different inkwells and this, this, it was an, and this other, it was called a stamp holder. So I don't know if it meant like rolls of stamp or sort of the shape of the base of the Eiffel Tower, you know, how the legs oh. kind of come out like that. And then there was this little thing. It was like 85 bucks. And I was like, well, I'm not getting that. But yeah. So, you know, it's just funny. The th- different things you see when you're into different things. Yeah. So, yeah. So should we get into our book? Let's do sure. it. So we're doing, what are we doing, Mariah? You so, got it in your hand. 
I don't know how long ago, but you gifted Ellen and I mm-hmm. the goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Um, reader beware, you choose the scare. Mm-hmm. So that's what we have today. And mine is TikTok, you're dead. Love it. So you're going to read it. Yep. And me and Ellen are going to pick be our path. The characters. Yes. Okay, so we didn't want to do one at a time. Well, I was thinking we'll just be one character, so we'll discuss amongst ourselves which way we yeah. want to go. Okay. The well, last yeah. time I picked exactly the same one you did. So. Right. So, yeah. But we'll do it together. Being okay. there's yeah. three of us, it's different from right. when you guys right. did your okay. episode. Um, and just a reminder, I know I said this when you handed this to me. Um, inside, it says, to Nick, love Aunt Cheryl, Jimmy, and Bobby. <laughs> God, Nick, just getting rid of your shit. <laughs> from Aunt Cheryl? I know. That yeah. A, that's, that's, that's why I had to say it. Because I was like, oh. Uh, that's my goal to find a book that has something in it. Yeah. Well, maybe whatever I get, I should just give to you because that seems to happen to yeah, me all you the get time. All sorts yeah. of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What a crummy vacation. You, your little brother, Denny, and your parents have come to New York City for Christmas vacation. You thought you'd get to do a lot of cool things like visit the Statue of Liberty, ride to the 102nd floor of the World Trade Center, and ice skate at Rockefeller Center. Hmm. Instead, your parents are museum freaks. It's entertaining, your mom says as she drags you into the Museum of Natural History. It's educational, your dad declares as he shows you a collection of ancient pottery. It's boring, you say, but no one listens. And the worst part is, is that you're supposed to be in charge of your little red-haired brother, Denny. Hmm. (laughs) Only Denny doesn't want anyone to be in charge of him. You're not the boss of me, he keeps saying. You follow your parents through the Museum of Natural History. At first, it is kind of interesting. You really like the dinosaurs. Wait till you see what's in this room, your mom cries. You rush to the next room expecting something exciting, but your mom is standing in front of a sundial. Isn't this wonderful, she exclaims. An exhibit on time. Great, you think. A whole room of clocks. Boring. Then Denny gives you a karate kick in the back of the leg. Ow, you cry. Stop it. You're not the boss of me, he says smugly. Gotta smack the shit out of that kid. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am, you reply, punching him in the arm. He whines and complains to your parents. You can't win. I'm thirsty, Denny says now. You can see he's eaten almost half a bag of gummy bears in less than a minute. Jesus. Can you find a drinking fountain for Denny, dear? Your mom asks without taking her eyes off a grandfather clock. Come on. You grab Denny's hand, but Denny pulls away and runs off down a hallway. You follow him. The hallway twists and turns. There's no sign of either Denny or a water fountain. But near the end of the hall, you see a sign on a door. Warning. Dangerous experiment inside. This door must be kept locked at all times. Dangerous experiment? What does that mean? You wonder. You notice that the door is slightly open. Oh no, Denny must have run in here, you think. You push the door open wider and peek in. There's no sign of Denny. A tall, skinny man with long white hair tied in a pony Mm. is bent over a computer. The computer is hooked up to a big, strange-looking clock. Between the computer and the clock is a large square contraption that looks like a picture frame. You can hear the computer and the clock beeping and pinging. It's about time you got here, the tall man says, straightening up. I'm Dr. Peebles. You must be the volunteer. Actually, I'm looking for... There's no time to waste, Dr. Peebles interrupts. I'm ready to start the experiment. Come on over. Well, I... Here, he says. He places a chain around your neck. On the end of the chain is something that looks like a stopwatch. A very, very odd stopwatch with a complicated-looking dial and four big knobs. Are you ready? Dr. Peebles asks. 
Ready for what? Why, to time to travel in time, of course, he replies. You'll be the first human in history to use my traveling chronometer. Chronometer, he you echo. What's that? He points to the stopwatch around your neck. I don't have time, you start to say, but he interrupts again. Of course you have time, Dr. Peebles goes on. It doesn't matter how long you remain in the past or future. When you return to the present, it will be the same moment that you left. It will be as if you weren't gone at all. How does this work, you ask, pointing to the stopwatch. It's easy. Press the button on the left side to travel to the past. Press the button on the right for the future. To return to the present, press the top button and the bottom button at the same time. Cool, you think. What if this guy's invention really works? Traveling in time would be awesome. There's no time to waste. I'm ready to begin the experiment now, Dr. Peebles says. You think for a moment Dr. Peebles obviously believes you're someone else, but a trip through time sounds like a lot of fun. More fun than staring at crummy old bowls all day. And since you'll return at the exact same time you left, you, you'll still be able to find Denny and return to your parents before they know anything is wrong. On the other hand, Denny can get into a lot of trouble very fast, and your parents will blame you if anything happens. Make a decision now. Do you want to travel in time, or should you look for your brother first? Travel, travel in time. time. Obviously. All right. Page find 71. Find the brother. Fuck. I mean, Denny. What a stupid What a dumb name. name. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to travel through time, you tell Dr. Peebles. Good. The white-haired man replies. He punches some numbers into the computer. The computer starts to hum. The square doorway between the clock and the p- computer fills with a strange shimmering glow. The chronoport is almost ready, the scientist says, pointing to the frame. I only need to adjust, but before he can continue, you hear pounding footsteps. You turn to see Denny racing towards you. Denny, you cry. He's heading straight for the chronoport. You can't go in there. You're not the boss of me, Denny yells. He runs straight through the glowing frame. There's a soft pop before he disappears completely. Oh no, Dr. Peebles cries. He went before I made the final setting. If you don't bring him back within two hours of real time, he'll disappear into timelessness forever. What? You cry. You stare at the scientist. Your parents are going to ground you for life if you lose Denny. You'll have to travel in time to find him, Dr. Peebles tells you. I'd better make those adjustments to the chronoport so you don't disappear into timelessness too. You stare at the scientist as he fiddles with the time machine. You can't believe it. This guy is really serious. When you find your brother, Dr. Peebles goes on. You must be touching each other before you use the chronometer. Otherwise, the device will only bring one of you back. Hmm. No problem, you say. But where did Denny go? The future or the past? There's no way to know whether he's gone forward in time or back. You'll have to guess. He's really got to work on this machine. Yes. Like, narrow it down a little. All right, get some details in here. You touch the chronometer around your neck. It began measuring real time the moment Denny disappeared. Already the seconds are ticking by. You have to decide. Are you more likely to find Denny in the past or in the future? Past. Past. Glad we agree. I'll look for my brother in the past, you tell Dr. Peebles. Fine, the scientist replies. Mm -hmm. He punches another set of numbers into the computer. Now step right through the (laughs) chronoport, Dr. Peebles instructs you. First off, if he was punching numbers before Denny went in. Then he knows where he is. You think you could punch some, you know, you know what numbers you punched? Maybe keep a log? (laughs) Or, like, back button? It's not a very smart scientist. It's really not. He Dr. shouldn't be allowed Peebles. to. I mean, yeah. it just goes to show, like, keep notes. Right. Again, keep a be log. Be organized like, like Mariah and I would be. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I would be actually this scientist. 
Where'd he go? No fucking idea. What'd you punch in there? Don't remember. Don't remember. Yep. I think it was like nine, maybe ten. Yeah. Maybe it was nineteen. Don't know. Don't know. Good luck. All right. You approach the shimmering frame and enter it. You feel a strange tingling sensation. Mm. (laughs) Everything appears hazy, as if you are underwater. A second later, you see two paths ahead in the mist. Wow. At the end of the left-hand path, you squint to see a tall stone castle in the distance. A knight in shining armor on a white horse rides towards it. At the end of the right-hand path, there's a swamp with tall, strange-looking trees towering over it. Move among the trees is... Can it be? A dinosaur? Which mm. path did your brother choose? Which one will you take? Quick, decide. Well, Denny's an idiot, so he probably went towards the dinosaurs. Probably. But I'd like, rather go to the other way. Th- well, the safer option would be go towards the knight. In shining armor. Right. But Denny's an idiot. Did he even pay attention, though? It's true. What do you think? Go ahead. I would rather go... All right, knight in shining armor. There we go. All right. Probably will die, just like usual. (laughs) You take off after the night on horseback. The enormous stone castle stretches toward the sky. Flags fly from its turrets. You imagine living there. Cool, you think. Suddenly, you notice that the night has disappeared. Where did he go? You hurry over a drawbridge, which stretches over a moat. The moat surrounds the castle. The sound of thundering hooves breaks the silence. The night is returning at full speed, and now he's holding a spear. And pointing it at you. Son of a bitch. Hey, you call out. I'm not your enemy. I'm a visitor from the future. But the knight doesn't pay attention. His horse gallops closer and closer. The tip of the knight's spear gleams in the sun. Uh Uh-oh. This guy looks pretty serious. Are you ready to face him? Or should you jump into the moat below, even though you're a terrible swimmer? So you want to face the knight or jump? What do you think? I have no idea. Jump in the water or drown or get stabbed with a spear. I'd rather drown, I guess. Really? I think I'd rather get stabbed. Okay, let's get stabbed. Let's get stabbed. (laughs) Face the night. If only you'd taken swimming lessons when your mom wanted you to. You decide not to jump into the moat. You face the night and his spear. Right before he reaches you, the knight reins reins in his horse. Who are you, stranger? He demands. I'm a visitor from the future. I'm searching for my brother. No one enters King... Ruthbert's castle unless he can meet the challenge, he replies. What challenge, you ask? You must fight me, his noble defender, in a duel. The loser will become food for the king's crocodiles in the moat. Oh, good thing we didn't crocodiles go down there. Crocodiles in the moat? Good thing you didn't jump in after all. Yeah. Well, aren't we in England? Because there aren't <laughs> crocodiles in England. They probably had them shipped over. Huh. Okay. Uh-huh. The knight dismounts and pulls a bag of weapons from a saddle. You see a spear, a sword, a spiky chain, and a huge wooden club. Here, you may choose your weapon, he says. This guy really wants to have a duel. Well, the knight says impatiently, choose. Well, he's got a spear, so I assume we should also have a spear. Sure. Because I would have maybe went with a spiky chain because we could have whipped him with it. Yeah. We could whip him with a spiky chain. As you reach for a weapon, it... Wasn't an option that you could choose. Oh, oh. sorry. Why did you stop us then? <laughs> Flip into the page. Oh. <laughs> As you reach for a weapon, you notice an apple tree planted alongside the moat. Suddenly, you have an idea, and it's just what you need to put a kink in this knight's armor. I choose the club, you tell the knight, but we'll duel according to my rules. Very well, stranger, the knight says. He hands you the club. 
See that apple tree, you say? Pick one of the apples and toss it towards me. I'll hit the apple with the club, then I'll throw an apple for you to hit. Whoever hits the apple fast farthest will win the duel. Strange challenge indeed, the knight grumbles, but I accept. Last year, you were the best batter on your baseball team. Now you're hoping your batting average will pay off. Can you beat the knight at baseball? To find out, flip two coins. We don't have two coins. I, I can get mm. it. I can get a coin. I think that might, because it says if both coins come up the same, heads or tails, turn to page 30. If one coin comes up heads and the other comes up tails, turn to page 116. Hang on. I gotta get up and get a... Well, let's do rock, paper, scissors. Oh, hey! Oh, yeah, you got a purse to make me get up and get a coin. Sorry. It's all right. Gonna lose my freaking page. This is a whole... You gotta, like, work at this book. Jesus. No, we needed all this. Yeah. I will just tell you, you guys made it farther than I did. Oh, really? <laughs> did you go in the moat and get eaten by the crocodiles? Sure did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't need all my change falling out. Okay. I'm just... I'm a very bad... Heads. This one's tails. So am I supposed to call it? No. Or it's just whichever oh. one. Oh. Yeah. You gotta flip two coins. Yeah, yeah. This is also tails. Oh. So tails. So, so that we didn't have to call it. Okay. If both coins come up the same, heads or tails, turn to page 30. So they're both tails. Okay. Okay. The knight takes the club and holds it awkwardly. This should be easy, you think, as you pick an apple. You throw it to him. A fast pitch. To your surprise, he hits it, but the apple only flies a few feet. You'll never be able to beat that, the knight says. We'll see. <laughs> He's never seen you play ball. You grip the club tightly as the knight picks an apple. He winds up, then tosses it towards you. You keep your eye fixed on the shiny red ball as it soars through the air. You shouldn't have any problem hitting this baby. You reach back with your bat and start to swing. Then the bat connects with empty air. You missed. Oh, no. What a stupid kid. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me try again. <laughs> Sorry. That's not how it works. <laughs> Sorry, the knight says. You can't change the rules. But crocodiles are hungry. The knight picks you up in both his arms. It's past their lunchtime. You start to reach for the chronometer, but it's too late. You're falling, falling into the moat. Below you are a dozen, below you are a dozen snapping jaws. Too bad, batting champ. You're struck out big time. The end. Oh, no. no. Oh, he died. <laughs> so he went for the dinosaur. But <laughs> huh. I gotta say, I've not had that part before. Okay. And I did this one a couple times because I died right away. <laughs> <laughs> Should we I, go back to the dinosaurs? Yeah, just start at the, di the um, dinosaur. All right. Which okay. way should we go? We should go towards the dinosaurs. Let's go to the dinosaurs. Denny loves dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. You decide to explore the swamp where you saw the dinosaur. You're sure Denny went that way. As you move toward the swamp, tall, fern-like vegetation surrounds you. Your feet sink into the thick, mucky water. Mm, gross. gross. Through the trees, you can see huge shapes moving about. Mm. Real dinosaurs. Mm. Cool. Oh, no. No. Just like Jurassic Park, even better. Mm, uh, yeah, no. so much better. Mm. Dinosaurs are red. Blue, green, and lavender, as colorful as birds. That doesn't sound like Jurassic Park. No, they were more like lizards in Jurassic Park. But anyway, carry on. Some dinosaurs are the size of dogs and cats. Other dinosaurs are bigger than a house. They're all munching on leaves and weeds. You're about to move closer when a tremendous noise shakes the ground. The 
The trees sway as the rumbling grows louder and louder. What's happening? You peer through the giant fern towards a grassy plain. Your eyes grow big. You can't believe it. Lumbering towards you is a T-Rex. Yes. If you dare, go to page 65. Go on page don't, 65. Don't think we have an option. We're going to get eaten by the T-Rex. The huge T-Rex towers over the other dinosaurs. It's bigger than you ever imagined. Its teeth are as long and sharp as carving knives. The enormous creature lets out a roar as it crosses the grassy plain. You freeze. (laughs) Their heart pounds in terror. (laughs) The other dinosaurs all start to run away. But one, who was grazing on ferns, is slower than the others. Oh, no. The T-Rex mm. easily catches up to it and tears off the small dinosaur's head in oh, one no. bite. What a poor little guy. No kidding. What was he doing? Just eating some grass? He, just, he probably couldn't hear. It's Morgan. Yeah. Oh, poor Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> then the T-Rex swings its head and stares straight at you. You take off as fast as you can. The T-Rex follows closer and closer. Ahead, there's a swampy patch of land. You race toward it. Something small is sitting in the middle of the swamp. It's Denny. It's Denny. What a dumb dumb shit. But what's he doing? Why isn't he moving? You glance back over your shoulder. The dinosaur is still right behind you. Denny, run! I can't! I'm stuck in the quicksand! Of course. Oh, Jesus. Do you help your brother? What's the other option? There isn't. It just oh, says, okay. help oh. your brother on page 110. I was going to say, do we get to leave him? Cause I guess I was giving you the option. Yeah. Well, no. Well, I, I, I mean, that's the whole go point. Go to page 110, yeah, so, I guess. I suppose. You reach the swamp and grab Denny's hand. With all your might, you pull, but Denny is completely stuck. You pull Denny again. This time, he panics. He grabs wildly at you. The chronometer flies off the chain around <sighs> your neck and into the mud. Oh, oh for f- Come on. Now the T-Rex is only a few yards away. Its terrible face is so close you can see its sharp pointed teeth and smells its hot, stinky breath. Dinosaur roars, shaking the nearby trees. Well, it doesn't matter. We're not getting out of here anyways. Yeah. You yank Denny one more time with a loud plop. He's freed from the quicksand. But now the T-Rex is only a few feet away. It opens its mouth wide and stretches its fear claws towards you. Frantically, you look around for the chronometer. You've got to get back to the present, but there's no trace of the stopwatch. It's been sucked into the mud. Should you try to dig the chronometer out or try to run away from the T-Rex? Which will you choose? Well, he's only a few feet away. So running is probably not an option. Yeah, I, f- I feel like dig the thing out. Because yeah. like if, even if we run away, even if we get away, are we, we're two stupid kids. Are we going to be able to find back our way to the quicksand to dig out the stupid watch? Probably not. Dig let's, it out. Let's dig it out. Dig, dig it, it out. out. That's our only option. If we die, we die. <laughs> You've got to find the chronometer. You stick your arm deep into the quicksand. You feel around with your fingers. Nothing. <sighs> Suddenly, the T-Rex lets out a roar. You plunge both hands into the quicksand. Beside you, Denny drops to his hands and knees to search, too. You sift frantically through the mud. Uh-oh. It's mud or is it quicksand? Um, I, I, who knows? The dinosaur comes closer and closer. He reaches out one claw. Then he lets out a tremendous sound. <coughs> it's a burp from his earlier feast. A gigantic burp as loud as an explosion. <laughs> the force of the burp knocks both of you and Denny. Both you and Denny over. The two of you pitch forward right into the quicksand. Oh no. You're both 
being pulled down, down into the quivering muck to meet the end. Damn it. God. You want to go back and say escape? Sure. I saved the page. Okay, good. You knew we were going to die, didn't you? Well, once I went flipped to 126, it says the end. You've got to get away from the fierce T-Rex. You grab Denny's hand and take off through the trees. The dinosaur chases you, but it's too big to fit easily between the trees. You and Denny zigzag one way and one another. Finally, the two of you crouch down behind a thick tree trunk. You both gasp for air. In the distance, you can see the T-Rex. It glances all around. At last, it lets out a defeated sound. Sounding roar and amples off. (laughs) Way to go, Denny shouts. You and your brother high-five each other. Now all you have to do is go back to the swamp and find the chronometer. But which direction is it? You've done so much twisting and turning, you aren't sure where the swamp is. Luckily, Denny seems to remember the way. Hmm. You follow him through the forest and finally come to the swampland. As you rush over to the pool of quicksand, all you can think about is the time ticking by. How much longer before Denny disappears forever? Turn to page 12. Oh, Denny. What terrible parents. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, because how old is Denny? What, five? I, don't know. I, I guess I kind of picture like eight. Yeah, maybe. maybe the adult should be in charge of the child. Yeah, Just but they're saying. too obsessed with the, with the, the, the old the antiques time. clocks. Ugh. You reach into the pool of quicksand and feel around for the chronometer. Suddenly, the ground begins to shake violently. Under your feet, the earth sways and a deafening rumble fills the air. What's going on? You yell to Denny. Smoke pours out of the top of a nearby mountain. A volcano, you shout. Oh. God. A volcano, you shout. Do you want her to back up? No, it's okay. Okay. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) A second later, the top of the volcano blows off. Red hot lava pours out. Even though the volcano is at least half a mile away, you feel the heat against your skin. Large rocks, glowing white hot, begin to land in the swamp like bombs. Watch out! Duck! You cover your head and throw yourself on the ground. Yeah, because that's going to help. Right, yeah. Womp! A rock just misses you. It splashes into the mud and throws up a shower of mud and water. Oh. And the chronometer. And something shiny. Hey! Finally, <laughs> Jesus Christ. God can't catch a break. <laughs> Could it be? Yes, it's the chronometer. Quickly, you crawl over and scoop it up. It's covered with mud. Desperately, you feel for the buttons on the side of the chronometer. But they gotta, we gotta get we Denny. T- yeah, grab his hand. Your fingers close on two of them. Mm. Press the buttons on 96. Fuck him. I mean, yeah. You press the button under your middle finger and immediately feel a tingling sensation. When it stops, you're standing near small trees. In the distance, long-necked dinosaurs are grazing on some plants. Dinosaurs? How far back in time have you gone? You don't have time to think about it when Denny says, Look at these weird rocks. Denny's standing next to six round speckled boulders. Eggs? They're not rocks, you realize. They're eggs. Dinosaur eggs. As you stare at the rocks, you hear a steady tapping sound. Oh, they're being born. Then one of them begins to crack. Wow, you cry. I think this egg's about to hatch. I want to do something else, Denny whines. I'm bored. He grabs the chronometer and runs off. This kid. Denny, come back, you scream. But he keeps running. You're going to have to go after him. But if you do, you'll miss the coolest thing that's happened since you got here. What should you do? 
watch the egg hatch or chase Denny. Well, chase Denny. You gotta chase Denny. Gotta get the fuck out. Also, I've never wanted to actually beat a child before. <laughs> I have. <laughs> <laughs> this kid is something. You take off after your brother, but by the time you reach the tree where you last saw him, he's gone. And something on the ground near the tree catches your eye. It's the chronometer. But where's Denny? And why did he leave the chronometer behind? You scoop up the device and run your finger over the buttons. Denny said he wanted to do something else. He was probably bored with the past and decided to go to the future. You quickly press the button on the right and feel a tingling sensation. A purple mist surrounds you. Everything turns blurry. You close your eyes, hoping your dizziness will pass. You open your eyes again and blink. Twice. A futuristic-looking city looms in the distance. Mm. Enter the city on 101. Denny's a pain in the ass. Yeah, he should be hit, I think. Should I would have sacrificed him to the <laughs> dinosaur? You decide to go toward the futuristic city. All around you are buildings made of shiny metal and glass. Cars with wings fly above your head. Streets are empty and clean with no litter. Not even a gum wrapper. Is this New York in the future? It certainly looks different from the one you're visiting in the present. You're about to start looking for Denny when a hand closes on your shoulder in an icy grip. Human? A hollowing sounding voice says, You're under arrest. You whirl around, gripping your shoulder as a shiny metal robot with a policeman's badge welded to its chest. The robot's face is expressionless, and it's holding something that looks like a laser gun. Huh. No wonder everything is so clean and quiet, you think. The city is run by machines. Don't you know that humans aren't allowed out in the streets? The robot demands. I come from another place, you quickly reply. I don't know your rules. Please give me another chance. That's for the judge to decide, the robot says. Come with me. I never made it to this part. <laughs> you follow the robot into a big glass-walled building. He leads you to a courtroom. A shiny robot dressed in black sits behind a tall desk. The judge, you realize. You are accused of appearing in the streets, human. How do you plead? Guilty, your honor. But I didn't... Silence, the judge cuts you off. There are no excuses. For punishment, you may have your choice. You will be sentenced to school or to the zoo. School? The zoo? What kind of punishment is this? You find out. Make a choice now. School, school or the zoo? Zoo. What a weird place to be punished. Are we going to be in the zoo, I bet? So all the robot families can observe? Probably. You love the zoo. What a weird punishment, you think, as the police robot takes you away in a flying car. Soon, you zoom through the zoo gates. Giraffes, elephants, tigers, and antelopes roam around the grounds. Instead of bars, a shimmering transparent force field separates the animals from the viewers. You will remain here, the robot announces, stopping in front of an exhibit that looks like a living room with a couch, chairs, and a TV. Mm -hmm. The robot yanks the chronometer off your neck. Give that back, you shout, but the robot ignores you. It aims its laser gun at the force field around the exhibit. The field dissolves, and the robot pushes you into the exhibit. Wait a minute. You can't leave me here. I'm sure you will be comfortable, the robot tells you. It zaps its gun again, and the force field goes back up. No, you cry, trying to push the force field. Then a group of robots approaches. Two little ones point and make strange coughing noises. What are they pointing at? Look at this one, says our little robot. It gazes at the sign in front of the force field. It's the couch potato exhibit. A small <laughs> robot goes on. It begins making strange noises again. It's not polite to laugh at the humans, one of the bigger robots says. 
But mommy, replies the little one, it's so funny looking. Here, human, it adds. It shoves something through the force field. You lean down to pick up a candy bar. Mm -hmm. Look, says the little one, picked up the candy. It's eating it. The (laughs) The small robot pushes another candy bar through the force field. With a sinking feeling, you realize that you're stuck here for good. But cheer up. At least when the little robots visit, you'll get plenty of candy. The end. Oh. Well, that's a, a fine ending. Well, you know. You're stuck in a zoo. That's... Danny. <laughs> I feel like there's really no way you can win in this the, one. Honestly, there's not. Like, what, Mm-mm. you know... Stupid kid. Yeah. I just want to know what happens to Denny, blame, wherever he goes. I blame the parents. Also, the fact that the parents now have no children. Yeah, they're both gone. Yeah. Probably, like, happy. Probably. They can look at all the... Dr. Peebles has nothing to show for his work. And no notes. No notes. Nothing taken down. What an idiot. Yeah. So, well, there there you you go. go. (laughs) I died right away. I I chose the knights, and then I didn't want to fight him, so I jumped off into the moat. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I died right away by that. I was eaten. Is that the only one you tried to do? Nope. I did it again. And I wish I would have brought my paper. Mm-hmm. I wrote it down when I when you gave me this oh, book. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Then I think I decided to fight the knight. And I remember... I remember I got past it at that point. And, like, Denny was, like, the king's son. Oh. Like, the king claimed him as his son. So Denny didn't want to leave the king's side when... The brother was like, hey, no, we got to go home. Yeah. And I don't remember anything after that. Huh. So. Well, there we go. There's a lot of different scenarios. So we should have just scenarios. And then went about our busy, you know, our day. Yeah. Yeah. You should have just said F him. Yeah. F Dr. Peoples and your stupid time machine. With your no notes. (laughs) What's going on? So. I mean, okay. So if they, if Denny would have ceased to exist. Would mm-hmm. his parents have had any knowledge of him? Like, would they remember him? Because then, like... Yeah, after those two hours are up, mm, if he's no more, just, yeah. the I brother would be an only child. Yeah. Which he probably would have preferred. Well, so then, compared to Denny. Yeah. But if the parents then don't remember... Would, would he the, remember? Would the brother remember? Mm, probably not. Well, then it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. He could no, have just left the stupid kid he'd... in there. He probably wouldn't have a guilty conscience not because he, he chose not to go well if he couldn't remember then he won't remember. i mean if denny didn't ever exist right then you don't know anything right so he was better off just saying no just, i'm not gonna go after just him turn around and going on his merry way yeah that's what i yeah 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 that's what we should have done if only that was an option yeah it would have been a really short story then. Yeah. <laughs> In a five minute episode. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So well, so that was. That I think was your guys was a lot better. Choose your own scare. I'll probably add some sound effects. In. Yes. Mm-hmm. Please have fun with it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Do we got anything else on I this? Think that, uh, so what's after this one? The next Goosebumps? So this would be your, your Goosebumps book. So oh, next episode on. is. Okay, reader beware, you choose the scare, the curse of the creeping coffin. Perfect. 
Is it creeping or creeping? Creeping. Okay. But I like to say creeping. Creeping coffin. Love now, it. Now, did you... You ran through this yourself, right? Sure didn't. Oh, okay. Perf- Even I just, better. We're along all for the ride then. Yep. So that yep. is next week. Right? Right? Yep. And then okay. after that... Will be... Harry Potter <laughs> 1. Yeah! The Sorcerer's Stone? Yep. Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. Which... Wait. Is that the first one? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Chamber of Secrets is the second one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Correct. Correct. All right. So actually, in the UK, it's called the Philosopher's Stone. Okay. Mm-hmm. So wherever you're located, it's a book one. Book one. One. Book one. HP one. Yes. So um, yeah. Okay. Thanks. Well, if you like this, which <laughs> maybe isn't our best work yet. <gasps> How dare I, you? I have I mean, fun reading this. Once I'm not it's gonna edited, lie. and there's some sound effects. It's going to sound amazing. Perfect. Okay, but where can you find us? Facebook, Instagram, all over, Tramps, Ghost, Ballerinas, email yep. us, tgballerinas at gmail.com. Uh, all the missing episodes will be up shortly. <laughs> By the <laughs> yeah. time this comes out, anyway. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering why our listens had gone way down. And I just thought, oh, I guess they've, you know, whatever. But yeah. Because <laughs> they probably find an episode, like, oh, I'm going to go listen to all of them. And then there's, like, four. Hmm. Yeah, so. once you sent that list, I was, I was like, like, holy, holy shit, shit balls. That's yeah. a lot missing. Yeah. Because I always verify that w- the newest one gets Is posted up. before yep. I make my post. Yep. And I saw it posted in my post, but yep. then I flipped through and I was like, where are the rest of them? What the hell? Yeah. And then I saw your message. I was like, God, that was a lot missing. Yeah. So about halfway <laughs> through that list, adding them on there. So any hoozle. They'll be back. Um, they'll be back. So, you know, you can go listen to all of them yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, after all of the work he put into finding them again, and mm-hmm. like you basically, you owe us to listen to them all. <laughs> I mean, you might as well. I mean, and like re listen. Yeah, you know? re listen. Let's get some of those numbers back up because yeah. I don't know. Bullshit. It is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened. So that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, well, <laughs> with that, I think we're going to be out. Mm-hmm. Um, stay tuned for another Reader Beware. Pick your own choice. Scare. Pick your own scare. <laughs> Try to read it. Can't read it. Um, that's it. Yeah, yeah that's okay, it. Bye. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>